Unfortunately, it is Tuesday. Tuesday. It is the 11th of August, 2020. Uh, This should have been done yesterday. But holy shit, I am a clueless and petulant bum. All of this and so much more in episode 28 of Complaints and Observations. The greatest podcast hosted by someone who knows so precious little about eh, almost everything. A journey into the mediocre mind of an exceptionally average person. This is Complaints and Observations with Dave LaPointe. Who the hell is Dave LaPointe? I meant what I said. It was supposed to be uh, yesterday that this show was recorded. But um, because I am an idiot and also incredibly petulant, um, it did not get done. So last week I had... Had a number of um, interviews. I shouldn't say that. I made it to the second round of interviews with with one company. So that second round consisted of uh, four interviews um, with four different people from that company. And then I also had uh, two other interviews with two other companies. So I had... Found my um, my headset with microphone, the USB connection that I had had used during my very brief uh, sojourn as a um, remote employee with my previous employer, <clears throat> and and decided to use that for the conversations, thinking, okay, this will be better for for me to hear because I'm you know, going deaf and. Uh, and, you know, the microphone will be better than just talking through the computer. Perfect. Great. <coughs> Excuse me. So I had, a, you know, had some shit to do yesterday. So I didn't get started until late in the day. Late, probably late morning or so. I would say roughly 11 o'clock was probably when I got started on recording. Did my little uh, show open thing. Uh, and usually I will review that just to make sure. But for whatever reason, this time I chose not to do that. So so I didn't go back and I didn't listen to it. Uh, and then um, just sort of launched into the rest of the show. Now I had some other shit to do. Like after lunch-ish. Um, so I said, well, this is, this will be a short show and turned out to not be that short. Although in hindsight, it turned out to be zero (laughs) fucker. Long story short, I recorded about 24 minutes of audio, uh, stopped the recording and then nothing happened. Usually the system will just process the recording. 
nothing happened. So, of course, you know, I am livid, as you can imagine. Grand scheme of things wasn't that great. But I talked about college football and it, you know, everything that's going on with it and blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. So, about 24 minutes worth of content. And I was so fucking pissed off. I mean, I'm, I'm like, I was cursing up a storm at this, at the host, at Anchor. And um, my apologies to Anchor for getting so mad because it wasn't their fault. Now. The way that the two stories that I've told thus far tie together is that uh, I never changed the settings in on my computer so that the microphone was then, um, you know, my microphone and not the headset. So for 24 minutes, I recorded nothing, which is why nothing came up when I stopped the recording because there was nothing there. The funnier part is that I went back after the initial 24 minutes and recorded an additional 10 minutes where I just fucking yelled and screamed and cursed. Um, and then stopped that recording and nothing recorded then either. And that's when I noticed that the microphone was wrong. So over a half hour of talking to nobody, nothing recorded. And at that point, I said, you know what? Fuck it. I don't even want to do it. I don't even want to do it. I had the time. But I, I chose to be petulant. And didn't do it. It's kind of funny. I mean, in hindsight, it was funny. It was annoying as fuck. It was still kind of funny. So now I'm just kind of torn as to how I want to handle today's show. I mean, do I just treat it like a Monday show and rehash all the crap that I talked about yesterday? I don't think so. I don't think I'm going to do that. Um, the good thing is that I, you know, I wrote down all of my college football thoughts, which at this point are, are even now, less than 24 hours later, a little bit outdated. But still fairly accurate so what i think i might do is i might make that uh, a blog post since i am horrifically 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 lazy uh when it comes to writing which i'm good at i actually think i'm a decent writer so i think i should you know, I should do that more. However, the problem is I'm lazy. Gah. Um, I did play golf yesterday. Played golf last night. And I played golf on Friday, too. Friday, I was okay. But yesterday, what the fuck? I mean, just... It is such a horrifically men mental game it is all mental the physical aspects of golf are minimal 
It is all what happens between your ears. Entirely. And so, the minute you start fucking with that, fucking with, you know, oh shit, I should be doing this, oh shit, I should be doing that, it's going to fuck everything up. A friend of mine told me that my front foot was tapping around like Mike Greenwell. Not too many people will get that reference, but I got it, and it has been floating in my head ever since. And the worst part is I I watched this uh, this show before the, the final round of the PGA on Sunday with Nick Faldo, and he's talking to, to Brooks Kepka and, and, and Kepka's talking about his drive and the way that he swings the club. And it was like a pushback, pull down, swing. And he's like, oh, it's easy. Anybody can do that. And of course, my fucking dumb brain processes that as, oh, fuck, yeah. I'm going to start hitting bombs off the tee. Yeah. <laughs> no. What are, you, what are you doing? So here I am yesterday. You know, push back, pull down. Keep your fucking foot from tapping. And I'm I'm topping the ball all over the place. It was so fucking brutal. I hit maybe three good shots in nine holes. Uh, and I'm playing this afternoon playing 18 this afternoon. So, I mean, that's a lot of golf, you know, for me. And, and I, you know, I have improved slightly this season. Um, but the problem is I haven't played like a full 18 holes on an actual course in a while. I've been playing a lot of nine holes, a lot of par threes. So today is a test. Um, to see, you know, because look, the goal coming into the summer was to, to shoot 99. That was the goal. And if I, if I get to 99, then the goal would be to get to 90 and that should take 10 years. (laughs) I, I want to say I was probably about, um, I couldn't have been, I you know, I would say 17 or 18 probably uh, before I ever actually swung a golf club. I may have before that, but, you know, I, my, my dad, my dad liked the game. I did. I, it's not that I disliked the game. It wasn't it at all. I, I liked the game. It's just that I, I never played it. My father started playing. And uh, he got me to go out there once, and I hated it. Why? Because I was terrible at it. But because I'm, again, petulant and impatient, um, and I couldn't do it right off the bat. It's like, oh, fuck, I'm not doing this. And, you know, it's one of my biggest regrets in life is that I didn't take it seriously to spend more time with my father when he was around. Uh, because he, towards the end of his life, he was playing quite a bit. And it's a regret of mine that I didn't take it serious until he passed away, which is, it's shitty. It's, that's what that is. So that is a, uh, massive, massive regret. So don't, don't have regrets like that. Life, life is weird where... Regrets are okay. You should have regrets. 
Because if you don't, then you're obviously doing something wrong or you think you're doing everything right, which is impossible. You should have regrets. You should look at yourself and say, gee, I should have done this instead. Half of life is luck, so you should have regrets. It's fine. It's okay. What you shouldn't have is a regret like I have, which is that I didn't spend enough time with my father on the golf course. So that's a regret. If your dad's still around and he likes golf, go play golf with him. If he doesn't, find something else. You know, they're not here forever. It's weird because I was telling my wife, um, the, what is that song? Yeah, Baz Luhrmann, Everybody's Free, the sunscreen song. I heard that the other day for the first time in God knows how long. It's a 25-year-old song. And uh, it, it's just, you know, somebody, you know, doing a commencement speech, if you will. And it's from 1999. I thought it was older than that. Hmm. From 1999, but the beginning is, ladies and gentlemen of the class in 1997. If you haven't heard the song, it is, it's just weird how it's still incredibly apt. Here it is now 22 years later. 22? Yeah, 22 years. And it was probably written, I would imagine, in 1997. But uh, everything in that song... Makes sense. That's yeah, weird. Hmm. Go figure. Who thought? Who would have thought Baz Luhrmann would come up? Baz Luhrmann was just a DJ, just played the beat. Somebody else wrote the wrote the lyrics, did the narration. Uh, yeah. That was a profound four minutes, huh? Slower pace this morning. It's early. It's, uh, I got started around eight o'clock this morning here on the Tuesday. Cause again, I have something to do. So this is going to be broken up into multiple parts, I think, before it actually gets posted. Hopefully it'll get posted today. But I wanted to talk about the PGA championship from, from this weekend. Uh, great tournament. I got fucking screwed by Webb Simpson. Thought for sure he would have played better. Uh, he didn't. Um, I did have uh, Cameron Champ to finish in the top 20. So that that saved me a little bit from having to fucking uh, lose a lot of money to the state of New Hampshire. Wink, nudge, wink, nudge. So, but the tournament itself was great. Um, Morikawa's tee shot on 16 was epic, and it's the kind of thing you're going to see forever in a day. You just don't see perfect tee shots, you know, the third to last hole of a major tournament like that. In that kind of spot. And the thing that gets... Uh, overlooked now is the the chip and he had I want to say it was it was either 12 or 14 I can't recall 
but he had a fucking beautiful chip in that was just phenomenal. But it, the thing of it is, this kid ain't rattled. Uh, you don't like to put this sort of undue pressure on these kids that win a major when they're young. He's only 23 years old. And so you got to look, oh, I can see him winning uh, multiple majors. Well, you know, slow it down. You don't know what's going to happen. Golf again, tricky sport. It's all mental. He seems like he's got his fucking head on straight. Um, right up until they handed him that trophy. And for the, I want to say the third time this year, uh, a lid uh, came off a trophy. It's like, what the fuck is there a lid on this trophy for? You're not putting fruit in the fucking cup. You don't need a lid. I don't know why fruit would make a difference with a lid, but you're not putting anything in there. You don't need to cover it. It's not rice. You know, you're not, it's just cut the shit. Take the fucking lid off these trophies. You, they're not needed. Either that or just fucking weld them on. A lid. Fucking stupid. It should just be one solid piece. The Stanley Cup has it right. It's the only one that's got it right. Because it's the best trophy of the bunch. The Super Bowl trophy, one solid piece. The uh, the World Series trophy, solid pieces, but it's the thin fucking gold flags. Those things, that thing sucks. It really is such a shit trophy. Like nobody knows what that is. Nobody. It's stupid. The NBA trophy's fine. But yeah, all like trophies with multiple pieces. No, like stop. It's a dumb practice. Fix that. Man, oh man. Anywho. Um, hockey playoffs start this week. That should be good. Go bees. Hopefully they play well. Um, didn't win a game in the round robin, but who cares? Nobody gives a fuck. Fake games. No, it's it's stupid. I don't care. Nobody should care. Like, just give it time. Let's wait this out. You know, see what happens. Uh, Celtics are playing well. It's good. Um, the uh, JPJ lock of the week. Oh, and one. I mean. We all saw that coming. Let's be let's be honest. Jackie Padley Jr. with a UFC parlay. What the fuck you doing, Jack? Huh? Come on. Give me, give us one game, one fight, one match, whatever. Give us one. If you want, look. If you want to go a total, we'll take the total. But I mean, a, you know, a three fighter parlay on a. Random UFC fight night. Oh, and one. The JPJ lock of the week. Um, hopefully, we'll actually get a, an audio version on Thursday. Um, if he can get his shit together. We'll see.
Um, what else? What else do I want to talk? What else is going on in the world? Anything? No. Uh, yeah. What did I have for notes? No, it's just the the usual nonsense. Uh, it's still a um, uh, still a pandemic going on. Uh, my president's still a fucking dummy. Um, what else? The postal service is collapsing. No thanks to the previous comment. You know, you just the usual shit. You know? What can you do? Nah, I don't know. This is a boring part of the program, huh? What's going on with you? What's new with you? Anything? No? Hmm. Should have known. Anyways. Uh, it is Tuesday. But I am going to do three grapes. So, right after this nauseating commercial, it is three grapes. Buying a home can certainly be difficult, and there are always so many hoops that you have to jump through. Too many showings in open houses, pesky ill-informed and unprepared realtors, and the constantly fluctuating marketplace. When you finally find that dream home, wouldn't you want an experienced home inspector to provide that level of peace of mind that you deserve? Of course, and that's why you need Boyd Home Inspections. Boyd Home Inspections is a second-generation home inspection company that will make certain that dream home isn't hiding a nightmare while providing clear and concise feedback. Boyd Home Inspections is owned and operated by Jonathan Boyd. He's a good man and thorough. So the next time you want a quality job from an honest inspector, call Boyd Home Inspections covering Eastern Mass and the Cape Cod at 508 508- 942-7898 Boyd Home Inspections I just made a uh, fake commercial um, for the home inspection company which is an old family friend uh, and I'm laughing at it. It's funny. It's not funny. It's I'm I'm trying to do like serious commercial reads, you know, because the way I see it is I'm uh, unemployed, and people keep telling me I have such a great radio voice. I don't really think that's accurate, since I stumble and stammer constantly when I'm doing this fucking thing. But uh, may as well create some sort of um, commercial reel, you know? Why not? See what happens. Anyway, um, so I'm back. It's currently, it's about noon. Uh, yeah, noontime. I had to step out. I went to the doctor uh, to uh, figure out what the fuck is going on with my body. Um, other than being uh, disgustingly obese, which is which is true. Um. You know, and it's a lot of, hey, you know, do you have the COVID? No. Have you been around people that have it? No. Like, well, I mean, what the fuck kind of question is that? 
So basically, it's uh, taking some blood and figuring out what's what. No big deal. So go back to him in a couple weeks and see what the deal is, which is probably nothing. And then, uh, you know, it'll be like, all right, well, you're fat. Fix it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, great. But anyways, I was going to go right into three gripes. But something happened on the way uh, home from the doctor that I wanted to discuss. Now, a lot of work on the road. Uh, that I have to take to get to the doctor's office, okay? Um, so I'm at a stoplight, and there's another stoplight coming up. So you can see that there's construction at the next stoplight, and they're moving all the traffic to the to the right lane. So what do I do? I get into the right lane. And so as traffic goes from that stoplight that I'm at, everybody's sort of moving to the right lane, which is what should happen. However... There's a line of people that decide to stay in the left lane, and then when they get to the front, try to move into the right lane, which is a fucking dick move. Now, we all know that's a dick move. If you drive a car and you do that shit, you should have your license fucking revoked. Fuck you. Don't be a dick. It's another in a long line of fucking things. Don't be a dick. That would make an awesome podcast where you just do... The name of the podcast is Don't Be a Dick. And it's literally just like three minutes of things that, that dicks do. Like, you know, actual dicks, literal dicks, people dicks. Whatever. So there's a woman behind me. I would say roughly my age, early, early to mid-40s. And uh, she is not pleased with these people in the left lane. Visibly not pleased. And uh, decides to start fucking leaning on her horn every time somebody tries to move over. Now, I don't really, I mean, I care, but I don't care that much. Traffic is moving. We're not like at a dead stop because of this. So it's fine. I don't really have that much of an issue with it. Well, we end up getting to another light. It's a a lot of fucking lights on this road. Uh, Nobody likes this fucking street. The whole fucking street sucks. Fuck it. Get to the next uh, light, and uh, I'm in the right lane. She pulls up to the left, and she rolls down her window, and she's like, Oh, my God. I fucking hate people. People just suck. Why do they do? And she's visibly angry. But I think she just needed to vent, because by the end of it, she just... She laughed and ha ha and she's like, uh, have a nice day and, and, or enjoy the rest of your day. Bye. You know, like that. Yeah, it was an odd interaction. And then, because I'm a guy, I thought to myself, if I were single and not happily married, would that be a move? Where if that were to happen to me, would I then say, hey, you know, do you want to go out sometime and talk about this in more in more depth? <laughs> I mean, what a weird way place to pick somebody up. But my assumption is that one, it's happened before, probably. Uh, two, it probably happens to women constantly. Um, it, it, not wanted, but I wasn't the one that said anything. I didn't initiate the conversation, so I wonder if had I had I said something, 
um, you know, could we have then taken it to the next level, which would have been a conversation outside of our cars. But it just got me thinking, like, the weird sort of interactions that you have with people on a daily basis, you know? Like, that's a fucking strange one. Uh, Very odd. And had, you know, again, would that be something that someone would do? Where, you know, you see somebody, and again, like, it's not like she was attractive, so it's not like the thought crossed my mind, but it crossed my mind afterward when I was like, I wonder if that's something somebody would do. Peculiar. Uh, just thinking about all the various interactions that you have with with people, with random people at any given time. Weird. So, anyway. Um, what's going on here? My phone is fucking blowing up with people doing shit. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, playing golf this afternoon, and I'm, I'm now in a, a, a golf foursome uh, group text. So we've talked about group texts on the show. Fucking hate them. Funny, uh, funny GIF just came up. So, And it is pronounced GIF, according to the inventor of the GIF. Like the peanut butter chip. That's what that's how it's pronounced. Anyway, three gripes. So three gripes. Gripe. Gripe number one. Doctors. Now, I'm not a doctor. Uh, nor do I pretend to be, nor do I play one on television. I just wonder the time management skills of these people. Uh, I mean, you're booking appointments. If you're a busy office, you're typically booking appointments in 15 to 20 minute intervals throughout the course of the day. Do you think that you can honestly accomplish what you what this person has come into the office for in that 15 to 20 minute window? Think about it. When you go to the doctor, let's say, for example, you're you frequent a, a physician who operates on the 20 minute window right you go in uh the nurse uh, sits you down takes your temperature your oxygen levels your blood pressure uh chides you for being fat uh and, and then you wait all right doctor comes in now i have uh given them the benefit of the, of the doubt and i have not started the clock until the doctor comes into the room Right. Doctor comes in the room and there's initial small talk. Hey, how have you been? I've been fine. How have you been? Pretty good. Thanks for asking. Now, what seems to be the problem? And then you launch into why you're sitting in this guy's fucking office or girl's fucking office, whoever, whatever. Uh, you know, it's... That's already three minutes of that fifteen to twenty minute window. Now, most, some doctors are gonna are gonna recheck your blood pressure or recheck your temperature, uh, spend some time reviewing your chart, talking about what happened the last time you were in the room. Those kinds of things, right? You've already gone halfway through your allotted time, and look, 
it's allotted because they want you in and out of there as quickly as possible because the more people they can bring in, the more money they can make, which is, again, which is fine. It's It sucks for regular people, but it is what it is. What can you do? So do doctors, when they're going through medical school, is there a time management course for these fucking people to take? I don't, look, nobody fucking likes small talk. Nobody likes small talk in a doctor's office. Why? Because nobody wants to be there. Unless you're one of these crazy people who think they're sick all the time, or you're you're just a raging hypochondriac, you don't want to be in that room. So, the whole idea would be to get in, get your shit done, and get the fuck out. That's it. So, are you... Are you being greedy as a doctor by having those short windows? Or are you there to actually do a service, which is to care for people? And you can always tell the ones that are greedy. Because they are, they're usually too quick. Now, my doctor, when I'm not in the office with this guy, I fucking hate his guts. <laughs> I fucking hate his guts. However... Like, the minute I see the guy, he's the nicest fucking guy. And you know what it is? He's incredibly thorough. And I I love that. Because that's what he's supposed to do. He's supposed to be thorough. Now, do I think he's uh, as efficient as he could be? No. Uh, we spent, I had to go see him today. We, we spent way too much time on small talk in the beginning. You know, and it. Part of it's my own fault, and I did this yesterday. We had somebody come to the house to uh, to fix a couple things, and uh, we got into the small talk at the end of his uh, service, and he just didn't stop talking. And it's my own fault because I started asking questions. So at the doctor today, I'm asking him questions based on our conversation, and I knew it. The minute I did it, I knew, fucking David, shut the fuck up. Like, you don't want, you really don't want to know what he's been doing all summer. Why do you care? You don't care what he does. He's supposed to care what you do. And that's it. That It's a very, very one-sided relationship. You know, I'm not really supposed to give two shits about what this guy does all day. I'm not supposed to care what he does outside of the office. I, look, I care enough because I don't want him to be, uh, you know, a slovenly, disgusting, drunk person or a drug addict, addict, drug addict, a drug addict. That's about where my level of care stops. You know, I, I wish him well, uh, you know, but he is supposed to care more about me than I'm supposed to care more about him. Am I wrong? I, I don't think so. I think that's part of the deal that I'm supposed to, you know, supposed to only care enough to hand you the 25 bucks when I get there every time and to make sure that I have actual functioning health insurance because God forbid. So I don't get it. The whole sort of administrative side of, of medicine is a fucking shit show and it starts with these guys. But again, at the same time, I want them to be thorough. It's a weird catch 22, but it's annoying. I actually went to the doctor yesterday. Uh, my appointment was 2.45, right? Uh, 3.30 rolls around, 
and he still hadn't, I still hadn't fucking seen the guy. There was literally one other person in there. And I was like, I can't fucking sit here anymore. I had a tea time. I had to go. So I rescheduled for today and, you know, 9, 9.45. A nurse came, got me, and we went, and he was quick today. I was appreciative. But it's just odd. The way that that whole thing works with time management with these guys, I don't understand. So doctors, gripe number one. Gripe number two. Sort of falls in line with time management. Waiting too long in line, in this case for beer. I think we could make this a regular segment. Waiting too long in line for blank. But now, waiting too long in line for beer. Now, the reason this came up, uh, previous free ad receiver, Vitamin C Brewing, Weymouth, Massachusetts, it is fucking dynamite. I have fallen out of love with craft beer over the course of the last couple of years. Why? It's just too much. It's too much. It's too repetitive. Vitamin C, though, for, for whatever reason, seems to be different. Uh, they make different beers. Their beer, all their beer is good. Uh, but anyways, they had a big release uh, this weekend, a collaboration with Trillium, which I do not like. Uh, when they first came out, it was new, different, and they just basically made the same beer over and over again with fucking four pounds of trub in every can. Trub for the uninitiated is the crap at the bottom of a craft beer can. Um, but anyways, so, you know, I heard about this, and uh, the, the group chat was, you know, hey, uh, you know, who's going? Like, yeah, you know, I'll probably go. I'll go there, you know, like one o'clock. And I was... I was admonished for for thinking such a thing that you could go at one o'clock on on release day and actually walk out of there with beer. Uh, two friends of mine, who you know who you are, you're going to remain nameless because I don't want to shame you, even though I've probably shamed you already. One got there at fucking like the crack of dawn. Basically, was there at seven thirty, quarter of eight. Now, vitamin C doesn't open till noon. So he's there literally four hours beforehand to wait for beer. For beer. I mean, they're not, they're not giving away bags of $20 bills. They're giving, they're, they're selling you beer. You have to give them a bag of $20 bills in order to receive the beer. Another friend was there at about, uh, probably before 10 o'clock. I stuck to my guns. I'm like, you know, I'm going to go at one, both of them. Oh, geez, uh, well, one more than the other. The one that was there earlier really didn't chide me as much, but the other, I got the multiple LOLs uh, text when I told him one o'clock as if something I said was really fucking funny. Well, I ended up going at like 2.30 and got the beer in about 90 seconds. I did that more out of spite than really wanting the beer. But anyway, so... Waiting too long in line for beer. Here's the thing, right? You're gonna you're gonna get the beer, you're gonna taste it, and you're gonna say either 
it's good or oh my god it's it's amazing now you're obviously hoping for the latter you want this to be an experience that is worth your time the odds of that happening are slim we are blessed in this area to have a lot of really good craft breweries around the best of the bunch is Treehouse, way out in the middle of fucking nowhere in Charlton, Massachusetts. It's the kind of place that, for us, and for me, I'm going to drive an hour and a half, and I know that I'm going to wait. So it's it's a you make a day of it, whereas vitamin C is 15 minutes down the fucking road. A little bit different. However, I would not go to Treehouse and wait for four hours. No fucking way. I went to Treehouse a few years ago and waited for 45 minutes, and I thought that was too long. However, the line moved quickly. It was, you know, it was fine. It was efficient. It was great. But four hours? I mean, what the fuck? It just doesn't make any sense to me. Four hours for a... Like, the payoff there is minimal. And I, you know, look. I could get the argument of... Uh, I'm a collector, I'm a, you know, connoisseur of ale or what have you. I don't know. But I, it, it's a, it's lost on me. And it's part of the reason, it's one of the reasons why my sort of, uh, you know, desire for multiple, for different kinds of craft beers has, has kind of waned. It just doesn't seem worth it to me. Plus the, they're fucking expensive. They're not cheap. They're not fucking cheap. 18 bucks for a four pack? That ain't it's not cheap. I mean, look, if you go to a bar, you're gonna pay that much for four Bud Lights. I get it. I get it. But I had a conversation with uh with one of them's uh wife um after the fact. We talked about it, and and she mentioned how uh, how he likes to talk about the beer and, uh, you know, all the different uh, machinations of the beer or, or, you know, what's coming out and this, that, and the other. Her, her reply was, uh, quote, and you know, I don't care, end quote. Incredibly apt. Loved it. Uh, gripe number three, social media accounts for toddlers. This is more of a uh, a celebrity thing, I would imagine. However, there have been a handful of instances that I have encountered where people have created social media accounts for their children. This can kind of go in the same box as creating a social media account for your dog or your cat. Um... I'm more partial to the dog and cat because, look, they're pets, and, and people like that shit. I like that shit. But even that's a little much. Like, why can't you just post pictures of your dog or cat on your own uh, social media account? You could. Same with your kids, right? However, you're giving them... Uh, an internet presence um, at far too young of an age. Now, it, granted, 
this could be the, hey, uh, you know, get off my fucking lawn, old guy take. But in my head, you should teach them the shit in the toilet before you expose them on the internet. That's that's what I'm thinking. I again could be way off here. That's my thinking. Because I don't understand, I don't see the the need to separate uh, your children on the internet and yourself. Like, why do you need two? What are you gonna do like fucking pass it along when they turn twelve or something? Let me bequeath you this Instagram account. Ah. No. I'm not going to do that. It's fucking stupid. Like, stop. Just, like, let your kids fucking grow up. Let your kids be kids. Again, with celebrities, there's an angle. Okay? The angle is your, uh, you know, if you already have a strong enough social media presence on your own, if you create one for your kids, now you have two or three or however many kids you fucking have. Like, close your legs. Pull out once in a while. So now you're now you're double dipping, essentially, which very shrewd, very capitalistic of you. Uh, I don't really don't hate the game there at all. Hate the player, don't hate the game. I get it. So now you're making you know now now you're making twice as much money off of uh, social media than you would because you've now created uh, social media accounts for your children who um, can't wipe their own ass yet. So if you're a, if your plan is to exploit your children uh, for monetary gain at a young age via the internet, um, you know, I, I kind of feel sorry for you and I feel sorry for your children to boot because, uh, yeah, don't do that. It's kind of uh, dickish. You know, it could be on the list of don't be a dick episode of one of don't be a dick podcast. All right. That is three gripes for the week. I thought they were good. The second half of this show uh, much better than the first half of the show. I think I uh, was. I think I was tired this morning. A little caffeine in me. Um, a lot of energy here. Second half. Uh, maybe it's the loss of blood. I had some blood work done. So maybe I'm a little, a uh, little loopy from that. Who knows? That could be it. But anyways, decent show. Not fucking terrible. Now, this is the part of the show where I tell you to tell your friends, right? I think you should. One, if you're listening to the show, we're probably an acquaintance of some kind. So my ask is minimal. Uh, Tell your friends, hey, I know this guy. He's got a mediocre podcast that you might enjoy. Check it out. Boom. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Thank you. Uh, I have sent out some stickers. If you want some stickers, please tell me. I will mail them to you at my expense. I have a whole sheet of stamps ready to go for stickers because I need to get rid of these small ones before I can get bigger ones because your host is a moron, as I said yesterday on social media. 
the social media is at complaints pod on Twitter, complaints and observations pod on Instagram. Uh, I do have a website, complaints and observations.com. I have uh, some blog posts there. Check them out. Uh, they're pretty bad, but look, check them out. Maybe you have a different opinion. Maybe I'm just being very self de- overly self-deprecating. Um, what else? Uh, I have a Facebook page, but fuck Facebook. I have uh, a YouTube page that I've put uh, two things on. And uh, I think that's it. If you have my number, give me a call. Shoot me a text. Um, you know, do that stuff. But that's all. Uh, thank you very much for taking the time to listen to me ramble. It's very much appreciated. It has really kept me going for the last few months, having this uh, little bit of an outlet, something to do. So thank you. Um, if you want to be on the show, let me know. For fuck's sake, please let me know. Let's talk. Let's let's make something happen. I got a lot of energy. Jesus, where this come from? But anyways, that's it. Listen, thank you so much. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Godspeed. Ta-ta.